This week on Ultra 64, glove pun. Maybe secret glovers? I don't know, friends and glovers? Oh, I don't know, we'll go with pretty, one. We'll, that's pretty good. Listener, select the one you like best. We played Glover! Welcome to Ultra 64. This is the comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast in which the two of us, my name's Steve Gutley. I'm Woody Siskowski. We are playing through every single game in the Nintendo 64 library in random ass order. Uh, and it doesn't get much more random than tonight's entry. We played Glover, uh, and uh, we'll we'll get into that in a second. How was your uh, How was your Christmas? It was It was holly jolly. We played uh, played some Extreme G. Uh, <laughs> fire. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I made a New Year's resolution. Oh, this is going to be our first podcast of two thousand. Yes, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's coming out the end of two thousand seventeen. So I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution now. Um, I'm not going to play any bad games in 2018, Steve. Ooh, so I hope the rest ooh. of the N64 catalog is only great. I hate to tell you what we're playing next week. <laughs> oh, but, no. Uh, you think I'm going to break my resolution pretty quick? It might happen pretty quick. Oh, but no. I still, I firmly believe uh, 2018 is going to be the year of Ultra 64. Oh, good. The As big... to what that means, that's I, I'm going to keep that wide open so it could be okay. anything. At the end of next year, we'll be like, yes, this truly was the year of Ultra 64 because we lost 30 listeners and we both caught on fire and uh, everything's it. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about anything uh, interesting happen to you? I got in a car wreck okay. on Christmas Eve. Uh, me and my wife, we got stuck in a 30-car pileup on Camano Island here in uh, Washington, which... Uh, because it got real icy, real slick, real yeah. fast, and we just got stuck in our car, getting slammed by other cars for three hours. So wow, really? Like, yeah, it was super scary, but we're fine. We're totally fine. Why didn't you get out of the car? Well, we when... did uh, after a certain period of time, but it wasn't safe being out of the car oh, either because goodness. we saw somebody almost get their head crushed because they fell on the road, and then somebody else oh. hit another car, and it's almost slid over her head. So it was pretty scary. It, yeah. it, our our car was slightly safer than being outside of the car. Jeez, that's but uh, uh, yeah. Well, that sounds a lot more exciting than it was Glover. Dramatic. It was dramatic. Oh, and then we came home and uh, a pipe had burst in our basement. Okay, uh, and so almost destroyed my Nintendo collection. But luckily, it did not happen. Wow. And, uh, so you had quite an eventful uh, holiday. Our insurance company is loving us this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's get into Glover uh, because. Uh, I Why else wouldn't we? Feel like um, so you're you're kind of the mastermind behind this podcast, sure. being as the guy who uh, owns the games and whose idea it was, and who owns all the equipment and whose house we do it at. Um, sure, and who does all the research? But I feel like <laughs> I'm just going to go out and say I feel like games like Glover mm -hmm. are the reason that we as a team invented this podcast. This um, is one of those games. That you kind yeah. of want... I mean, it's so weird. It's yeah. It's such a weird game. It's um, it's a game I don't think many people have played. Um, mm, yeah. But it's a, game, it's a game that has personality. It's not... I doubt many people played Nagano Olympics either. But yeah. you kind of get a pretty clear idea of what that's going to be like just from the title. Yeah. Um, whereas this game, you're kind of like, what, what the hell is Glover? So uh, give us some that's, backstory on Glover. What the yeah. hell is Glover? That's an excellent question. Well, as a game, it was released on October 31st, 1998. 
It was, was published on Halloween. That was Halloween. But it's not a Halloween theme game. And it's not <laughs> Halloween every year. I think it's kind of like Thanksgiving and it moves around a little bit. So it's, Wait, uh, October 1st is Halloween every year, Steve. I had to think about that one. Um, <laughs> but maybe they hoped, maybe they hoped that um, Glover costumes would be the the, the hit. It, um, it's not a I don't think it's too tough of a costume necessarily because i mean he's not a five-fingered glove he's four-fingered gloves so you can still have your two arms your two legs and you're you're not dangling an extra extremity off of your costume that's true but you would have Let's to take some notes for comic-con yeah you would have to figure out how to walk on your hands and legs simultaneously that's no true. i guess not because no. he only walks on the two yeah from, anyway um, in yeah. case you haven't figured out glover is just he's a mascot and he's just a glove he's a glove he's a anthropomorphized glove uh so this game uh yeah came out halloween 98 is published by hasbro interactive and developed by interactive studios and it also appeared on playstation and pc now hasbro interactive they were a very short-lived uh, video game branch of the hasbro toys line uh they only were around from 95 to 2001 uh when the tech bubble burst that hit them pretty hard did they make any games that we would actually care about not necessarily they they mostly did video video game adaptations of hasbro brands the only other game they did on n64 was monopoly okay and weirdly just because i thought this was interesting they handled all the pc conversions of the XCOM series oh of like an actual fairly good yeah. like hardcore kind of game yeah uh interactive studios would change their name to Blitz Studios in 1999, so shortly after this game came out. Uh, and they had a couple successes. They they owned the Karaoke Revolution series, uh, which I, I played a lot of back in the day. They owned the licenses to SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents and the Nickelodeon games. But they hold a special place in my heart as the creators of the three Burger King games for the Xbox oh, big, 360. Oh, Big Bumpin'. What were they? Big Bumpin', Bumpin'. Sneak King, and uh, Pocket Bike Racer. That's right. For those who don't remember, those were games you could buy for like $5 with a, with a meal at Burger King for your Xbox. Real short games starring the Burger King, and they're real creepy. Uh, so sneaking was the game where it was like a stealth game where you'd come up behind characters and present them with meals. Yeah. But you would play as the king with his big uh, Bob giant head, right? Yeah, and to, to Burger King's credit, and I don't want to get too in the weeds with Burger King, but that mascot was never meant to be anything but creepy. Like, they lean into how creepy mm. he is in the commercials and they make jokes about it, and the points of the game is how creepy he is. We're not supposed to find him lovable. Okay. But anyway, Blitz Studios went under in 2013. <laughs> uh, all right, so the story of Glover. This is one of the few games we've had so far that has a plot that we can talk about. Okay. Um, and I've, I've got this from the manual itself. I found a PDF of the manual online. So there's a jolly fat wizard, and uh, he has a pair of magical gloves that he uses to make magical spells and potions. But he mixes the wrong potions together, causes a huge explosion, and turns himself into stone... So the two gloves get blown off in different directions. One goes out the window to safety, and that's Glover. And the other one gets flown into, and I, I wrote this down because it's a great quote, it flew straight into a cauldron of pure evil. I don't know why he had that just laying around his lab, like just in case he's going to need it. Uh, yeah, I thought he was jolly. He was a jolly, like, he's a good wizard. They make a point in the manual of saying he's a good wizard, but he has this cauldron of evil maybe in his lab. He, uh, maybe he stole the cauldron from... Uh... His crotchety thin uh, half brother. Oh, he could have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet there is that's one. The, his the, his Waluigi. Yeah, yeah, he's got a Waluigi. He must. Everyone has a Waluigi, Steve. You yeah. just have to find yours somewhere out there. <laughs> There's a Was Steve out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he likes to go wassling. Um, this is my uh, 
This is my new website. Um, it's a dating website. It's called Find Your Wall Ouija. <laughs> it's, so it's the opposite of dating. You uh... swipe a right. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> it's the opposite, right? Isn't swipe left? I haven't ever used no, a dating. No, left just... is bad. Left is bad. What okay. right is good. Okay. All right. right. So I'm going to make it opposite. So but swipe you... a right on the me. No, you still did it wrong. God damn but it. But uh, your voice is good. Your impression is good. Um, I'm not paying attention. I'm okay. tired. Um, anyway, so uh, the, the explosion that uh, sent Glover flying out the window also dislodged these seven magical crystals that are on top of the castle. Mm-hmm. They go flying off in different directions, and uh, Glover, in a little bit of quick thinking, uses his magical abilities to turn these crystals into rubber balls so they don't shatter on impact. So was Glover always... Like... When when Glover, because he was a glove living on the king's hand or the wizard's hands, yeah. did he just get animate that's, right away? That's what I find really unnerving about this. No, oh, okay. he was the magic. He and his brother, the the other glove who got knocked into the evil, he comes out looking like a cauldron from Banjo Kazooie, and yeah. his name is now Cross Stitch, and he's the evil glove. Yep, uh, they are the source of the magic. All right, so they were already animate. And that really freaks me out because... The wizard is wearing living things on his hands. He's being worn. And I'm just thinking, oh, uh, that's just creepy to me. You've got this big fat man, like, with his hand inside you I don't all know, day. Steve. I think it's... I, I, mean, I, I kind of like it, honestly. Not to kink shame, but, you know, it... it, it yeah, I don't know. It's, a, it's alarming to me. Uh, just the fact that you're using a living being as clothing... And it just makes me think, like, if my pants were, like, alive, like, the horrible things they've seen and experienced, like, I, I mean, I feel terrible now. I feel guilty wearing clothes, which is why, as you've noted, I'm not wearing it. Yeah, well, um, I, no, I appreciate that. It really I appreciate is... you not mentioning it right away. No, that's, yeah. I, I, I like, I want to feel comfortable here, and, you know, I and I appreciate that you make such a welcoming environment for everyone. You know, you know, that, I, I, no, I, no filter, no filter. Yeah, exactly. Um... All right, is that is that the backstory on Glover? Is it's there the backstory on Glover. All right, uh, well, so he, you, you basically you're supposed to go to these six worlds, find the rubber balls that are the, actually the crystals, yep. uh, work them through the levels, get them back to the castle, and then restore the power to the castle and save the wizard. Well, I want to do a, I want to do a little bit of role play here, Steve. Okay. Since uh, we got our clothes off. Um, okay, sure. I want you to imagine that you are. I don't know what his name is. Uh, give him some funny name. The um, the head of uh, Hasbro Interactive. And oh, I'm William Flang. Well, perfect. Um, the Flang brothers. Um, and I'm coming to you with this great idea for a game, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. Will- Come Will- in! William, William. Yes, yes. Well, call me Mr. Flang, please. Oh, Mr. Flang. Thank um, you. I just, you know how uh, these mascots, every kids love these mascots, right? You get they so, sure do. Monkey so, skunk. Am monkey, I right? Monkey skunk, zero the kamikaze squirrel. Oh, what a good uh, one. Yeah. Um, and I think Hasbro Interactive, we need, we need our own. We need our own mascot. All right, I'm listening, but you better speak up because my ears are clogged with money. So you know how kids, they love gloves. No, they love they're, they're, they're taking off like gangbusters gloves. Oh, all my, day long. Michael Jackson, he's got that one glove. Um, it's a it's a big hit. So, what if we had a glove, but it was also a person? Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm choking on the money. I'm trying to get you. Have some water. 
Oh, I'm better. Oh, good. I'm so much better. Excellent. Ah, okay, here's here. You can have the money that was dislodged from my trachea, and you can uh, take it to invest in your glove game. Okay, excellent. So you know how kids in video games, the, the most fun thing in video games is escort missions? Obviously, it's where, the most fun thing in Where you're guiding around some AI control thing that has no idea what it's doing. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what if this whole game was an escort mission? Oh, my kids will love that. My kids are criminals, by the way. Oh, wow. All insane. Well, Mr. Flang. Violent um, murderers. I, I really appreciate it. I've learned a lot about you, um, and I appreciate all this money you gave me from your throat. Buy your wife something nice. Thank you. Well, I can talk and drink at the same time. I learned that in ventriloquism school. <laughs> all right. Well, that. Um, all right. End scene. That Ooh, was. That was man, well, man. You really got into that, Mr. Oh, Flag. He's a good. He's, he's, know, that's he's a good. That's a fallback character. Is that on your SNL audition? Oh no, it's a real guy. Oh, a real guy. Uh, William Flang, head of head of Hasbro, oh, okay. constantly regurgitating money. <laughs> well, excellent. Real man. Um. So, yeah, I think this what, the point I was trying to get with mm. that uh, sketch is this game's got a lot of weird ideas. It's a, um, it's a strange idea from the get-go. So, all right, the gameplay itself, you're... Okay, so Glover walks around like, you know, like you would with your hands or, your, yeah. or whatever, like on his, on his fingers. And he's, like we said, he only has four fingers, so he looks fairly normal. He's got eyes and a little mouth, and he makes little squeaky noises. Well, he um, talks, too. He yeah, says hooray yeah. and abracadabra and, and shazam, shabang. And, shabang, yeah. Uh, uh, what, other, what other Glover catchphrases are? I heard him say Baba Ganoush. Yeah. Uh, but well, that could be something else. But but he walks around and you think, well, yeah, they're a normal platformer. This this seems fine. It controls okay. He's got a little double jump and a little cartwheel. And yeah. you can do a, a ground pound and everything. Um, but that's not actually the point of the game. The point of the game is to push this ball around the stage. Um so you come up to a ball and you automatically you're kind of like cupping it and like guiding it around. Yeah, you slowly cup the you slowly cup the ball. Slowly cup the ball gently. Gently, gently cup yep. the ball. Um, you're just bringing this up because I'm naked right now. I, I'm sorry. It's it's hard <laughs> not to not to keep looking. Um, so so you can bounce it. You press you tap B to bounce it like a basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, you can hold B and you get a little target reticule and you can throw it. You can give it a little slap. Uh, give it a little slap. You can aim your slap, or you can just give it a random slap and get it out of danger. Yeah. Uh, or more often, in my case, off a cliff. Yeah. In which case, if the ball goes off a cliff, you instantly die. Yeah. You, you will die. You lose. Yeah. You, the ball is an extension of your body. Um, and it's, I don't know. It. The 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 point I made, the the sound bite I used earlier that I think applies is that. Uh, I get what this game is doing. It does everything it's trying to do well. I just hate what it's doing. It's it's really an interesting game in the sense that there's clearly a lot of effort put into the game. The, yeah. the graphics are nice. Um, you have a, quite a variety of moves. Um, yes, yeah, different do. music for the different worlds. That sounds all right. Sure. Um, and the level design is okay. There's a good variety of obstacles and power ups. And one makes the... you big. One makes you go fast. You have you have the ability to turn your ball into different forms. Mm -hmm. You can make it into a bowling ball to use as a weapon, a ball bearing, which we couldn't figure out what it does. It's and just a, smaller and faster. A gem, which will increase your points when you get items with it. Um, so, like this game's got a lot going for it. I feel like the part that they forgot was the part where the game is supposed to be fun. It's and I I could see 
this maybe being somebody's thing, but Ooh. it kind of to me it kind of reminds me of like Marble Madness or Super Monkey Ball. Those really or those uh, marble mazes where yeah. you would spin the thing on each end. Those and things it, your aunt gives you for Christmas every year, and it yeah. would always fall in the hole. It's like it seems fun in theory, but mostly it's just frustration. Yeah, that's most of most of what it is. And yeah, there is that little sense of satisfaction when you get through a level, or we we played up through a boss and we beat the boss. You were much um, better at this game than I was. Yeah. And it, I really wasn't. I mean, I, I, I felt like I was struggling a lot with it. Um, yeah, it was strange. So, you know, the first level was kind of an Atlantis-themed, which I couldn't tell immediately because it's mostly desert. And I feel like Atlantis... <laughs> but they called it... They identified yeah. it as Atlantis. Uh, there's three levels, and then you fight a boss, and then there's, there's like... three... Well, if we want to get technical, there's three stages three per stages world, per and then world. you fight a boss and get... And then there are two bonus levels that you can unlock in each Probably level. by getting all of the cards. I imagine so. Oh, yeah, there. the cards... I looked this up. They're called Garibs, and I didn't know what that was, uh, so I looked it up, and uh, I can't see why it's called this, but Garib in Arabic means strange or foreign, huh. or if you translate it into Hindu, uh, it's poor. So I still don't know what it means in the context of this. Uh, they're just little cards like a with a star item, on them. A strange magical item, but yeah, they're just little cards with a star. I mean, it's a whimsical name, a garib. A garib, so. yeah, and it's it's like uh, it's like the musical notes in Benjo Kazooie. You know, it's just something. But you, you don't collect. you don't need them to advance no. further in the game. You only need the to the only goal is to bring the ball to the exit. And there are like time trials, so you can go back and try and uh, get through the level as quickly as you can. Um, and I could see, you know, somebody probably being very good at this or, like, working at it and getting really good. I feel like the controls are good enough that they accommodate this. The camera's rough. The camera's yeah. rough. It's very, like, it's not like Mario 64. You can press and hold. You know, the C, the C buttons control the camera, like, yeah. in most 3D platformers in the system. Uh, but it's not, like, the smooth action of it. Like, you press and right. hold a button and a camera pans. It's all herky-jerky motion, so you just have to kind of jam on it and just... Burp, 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 yeah, I mean, this is a game, slowly. it's totally based around precision, because you need to put this ball on specific places and bounce it in such a way, or throw it to a specific location. Mm -hmm. But even, yeah, so the controls aren't bad, but they're just not precise enough, and the camera's not precise enough. The hit detection isn't very good, so there's definitely times where dudes will hit you that you didn't think were going to hit, and knock your ball off, and then... It's also not clear which enemies you can kill and which you can't. That's true. There's, like, this land shark that walks around. Uh, he literally just looks like a shark with fins, and he seems to have, like, blonde surfer hair for some reason. And uh, he'll walk up to you, and he'll peck on the ground like one of those little floaty birds. And, um... Yeah, but you can hit him and you can stun him, but you can't kill him. And other ones you can kill, and that's the only way you can get the garibs. Mm-hmm. And get all the Garibs to finish the level. Like, so you can't tell which ones you can kill and which ones you can't. Then there's these little round guys that just move back and forth and back and forth. And all they do is, like, push your ball out of the way. And you can't fight them either. Yeah. No, it's a game that... A, a lot of the fundamental aspects of the game are just annoying. Yeah. Uh, it, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird to play a game that's well done enough with such annoying mechanics. Um, yeah, it's it's just like the only problem with it is the basic idea of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a game. It's kind of hard to be super nitpicky with it, aside from the fact that the premise 
is bad and yeah. it's not a fun idea for a game. It's I think it has a lot of charm. I found myself actually really liking Glover as a character. Like he's like this is this is a cute guy. Like when he takes the little speed potion and he runs around and it's like he's getting pulled backward by the inertia. Like he can't believe how fast <laughs> his own little feet are moving. Like that was really cute. And uh, I don't know. It, it's it's a charming concept. It doesn't look terrible. No, it doesn't uh, look bad at all. There's some real bad fog. Uh, especially in the hub world, like where the Crystal Castle is, like, and obviously it's supposed to mean like it's this red fog everywhere, so it's supposed to be evil pervading the lands. And, and I'm my my prediction is that as you unlock more levels, the fog kind of dissipates and shows yeah. you more. But we we couldn't verify that, being as we only got through the first world. Uh, and we which... we took a little tour, uh, just kind of around the island or the the hub world, just to see what else there was. And I feel like you have to be right up next to the world to get yeah. a sense of what it is it looked like the fog is so thick it looked like there was a circus world a pirate themed world a volcano world moon world moon world we're guessing that uh the gravity and moon world changes which yeah. sounds even more irritating I, um pirate world had a lot of underwater stuff and underwater stuff always sucks in platformers stuff. yeah it's always in, awful but when you really have to, really good platformers it sucks when you have um, to carry around a little ball too it's yeah and you can worse. when you're in water if you have your rubber ball while you're in water you ride on top of it mm-hmm. and you have to move your I mean, controls the, are inverted because you're inverted. running one direction to make the ball go the other and it makes sense like from a physics standpoint the yeah. physics are good in this uh but it's irritating <laughs> Yeah. Especially, like, there was a section in the Atlantis world where you have to take a speed potion, you have to quickly run across to the other side of the stage and use that speed to get across a river that's moving in the opposite direction. So you touch water, and immediately I'm bouncing back because it flipped on me, and I'm I'm no longer moving my stick in the right direction. So it got really frustrating, and I almost lost my potion abilities like waiting for but that. You did to it. You kicked out. ass. No, we you, did it. You but made it, it through it, that level. It was uh, it was a challenge, which I guess it shouldn't necessarily be a downside that a game is challenging. No, yeah, this game you would think for like a cutesy uh, game about a talking glove um, yeah. that it would be really easy, but this game's quite hard. Um, I mean, in the sense that we're it was effort for us to get through the third world yeah. um, or the first world. We died a pretty good amount of times. We, we had did. to replay a lot of sections. Um, and, you know, a large percentage of those was just through annoying stuff of not being able to see with the camera or slants in the level. Um, but there's definitely a challenge and puzzle. This game, yeah, it's a it's a strange, it's really more of a puzzle game mm-hmm. than a platformer because yeah. it wants you to go slow and it wants you to parse this stuff out. Um, I can see why this would have, like, a cult following. Like, I don't know that it necessarily does, but I can see why it would. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's esoteric enough and uh, skill based enough that I feel like um, you could you could kind of get into it. Yeah, I can't just because this basic idea is really frustrating to me. Yeah, there's not a lot. I don't think it's not an idea that's been really explored much more. And I think that's because, like you said, it's a bad idea. But that doesn't mean that it's not interesting to see it once. Right. Um, <laughs> Well, and there was going to be... I've, I've got a little bit more trivia going okay. with this. So there was going to be a Glover 2. Um, this game sold pretty well. Oh. It, it did, for especially for a third-party uh, Nintendo game around this era. Like, it sold pretty well. So Glover 2 was greenlit. Uh, it was, they estimated, about 85% done. And then they abruptly pulled the plug on it. And uh, so I looked into this a little bit, and there was a great article on Unseen 64 where uh, they, they kind of dig into the... 
back history of canceled games. Okay. And they had a quote from a former programmer named James Steele. And he Whoa, said, cool name. that's a great name, yeah. right? Oh, man. Uh, so he said the Nintendo, they, they had the go ahead because um, they sold about 150,000 copies of the first game, uh, which was pretty good and it was better than they expected. So they had the go ahead to make the sequel. They were working on it, it was going really well. And then Nintendo offered up its uh, retailers or its developers a discount on cartridges. Okay. Uh, so somebody at Hasbro decided to buy an additional 150,000 copies of the first Glover, which it's like suddenly they had this XX stock because okay. everybody who wanted to buy Glover already had it. Yeah. Uh, so now they were stuck with all this extra games that they had to unload and they just took a big loss. And so they had to pull the plug on Glover too. And that story was amusing to me because it makes me think of the Simpsons episode where uh, Millhouse is buying all the Lens Crafters uh, comic books. Oh, the books. comic books, yeah. You know, just because it's on a discount, and he's just got like this stacks and stacks of comic books. Bi- and Biclops, that's, a, that's Biclops. A, yeah. Yes, he's afraid of the dark and, and girls. Um, so yeah, it was it was basically done. Uh, and then in 2010, uh, NES World found a beta of it. And of they, Glover 2. Of Glover 2, yeah. and they uploaded a ROM of it, and it's out there, and you can still download it and play it. So uh, if you want to play an unfinished version of Glover 2, uh, I don't think they mixed it up too much. I think you can turn your ball into a couple different new shapes. Uh, they fixed the camera a little bit. They add some smoother graphics. Otherwise, it wasn't all that different. Yeah, I could see. I could see that, I mean, one of the things I always think is interesting is since you buy these games used, because that's the only way to find them, there's usually saved games from the people who had it before. Yeah. And um, there was about five different saved games on this one. The farthest one was about 13% through the game, which I'm guessing is about how far we got. Yeah. Just beating the first world, um, which, yeah, I think everyone would have... This is a game that you would lose interest in quickly, and it needs, you need like... a lot of patience to start to get through the harder levels. Yeah, if you didn't have, like... I mean, if, I feel like if this is the only game you had, which is probably the case for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, most people don't have all 296 Nintendo 64 yeah. games. Yeah, rub up. it in, Steve. Yeah, they, <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, so the only other thing of interest that I found about this was that uh, this is the rare N- Nintendo 64 port that actually got much, much, much stronger reviews than the PS1 version. The biggest disparity I found there was IGN. Uh, they gave this version that we played an 8.3 and the PlayStation version a 2.6. Huh. And so, apparently it just looks way worse. It plays way worse. Uh, it's just not good. And plus you get loading times. So. Oh, do you think that, um, yeah, lo- if there's like loading times when you die, that would be really annoying. Being yeah. you died. Do you think that the um, PlayStation version used the stick for the... I don't know. This actually. game would be... 98 Big hassle without the stick. Yeah, the dual stick, dual shock would have been standard by 98, I think. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I imagine they would. But yeah, it would be a big old hassle. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to say about Glover? You think we've done it to death? Well, yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the ratings. Maybe we'll okay. uh, divulge into more into more stuff there. So um, I think we have reached a point where uh, I'm not going to read yeah. off the lists entirely. So maybe. I'll just have you rank it from 1 to 10, which is what we have. We've, we have 10 games well, we, on the list so far. So where to give people fit? an idea, I think Banjo-Kazooie is still at the top for both of us. Banjo-Kazooie is uh, still at the top. Noggin' Winter Olympus at the bottom. For, and then I think like uh, Fighter's Destiny somewhere in the middle there. Fighter yeah, Destiny I think, 2. I think your perfect middle right now is Mario Party. Okay. Um, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is an interesting game because it's clearly of a higher quality than um, than Nagano Winter Olympics or Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat mythologies. Um, but boy, is it is it annoying to play? Is it's, it, yeah. So I'm gonna put it. Uh, Give give me some of my bottom games, Steve. All like, right, so uh, your your bottom your bottom five here: uh, Extreme G two, okay, Fighters Destiny, Space Invaders, Mortal Kombat Mythologies, and Nagano Winter Olympics. All right, I'm gonna put it right above Mortal Kombat Mythologies. Okay, all right, um, pretty well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Mortal Mortal Kombat Mythologies and Nagano just sucked. And so I can't even really give them points. And for... You can't say this one is straight up bad. It's no. not bad. It's just not fun. Yeah, and I, I mean, which I guess is equivalent to not bad being is or to bad being yeah. is this why we play video games. But it's but... it's also personal preference, not fun. It's it's yeah. like this could be fun for somebody. There is a market yeah. for this kind of game. We're just not it. Okay. Um, Though if we people who are running a podcast. 20 years after the game came out yeah. aren't the target market, then I don't think anyone else is really going to be picking this it's up. It's true, it's true, and yeah. there's no real reason to. Um, I'll put it just slightly higher on my list uh, at, at my number 8 slot. Uh, no, my number 7 slot. Between, between what games? It's between Extreme G2 and Space Invaders. Uh, okay. So I think it's slightly better than Extreme G2, which was a big disappointment to me. And this isn't, yeah, this one's competent on the basic level, it's just... So uh, I think for both of us, it's kind of like right below Space Invaders. Yeah, like yeah, okay. so it's... Uh, Which, as we assessed, was about the... I always think of Space Invaders as about the border, the, the lowest common denominator of fun. Quote-unquote fun. It's the room temperature of games. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Everything needs to be either above or below Space Invaders at this point. Yeah, I'm glad that... that I didn't know that that was going to be such a helpful game for us it, to play first. Weirdly, it, yeah. It, it definitely is. sticks in my head as knowing what that game felt like. Yeah. Because it was so simple. Just like the most mediocre game possible. Yeah. Uh, so don't forget you can check out these rankings on Ultra64Podcast.com if I you want to see the full I need to list. brush up on that too because I'm yeah, already getting confused. There's, once we get to 200, 200 I'm going to be in real trouble. I'm going to expect you to quote it all back <laughs> okay. to me. Um, yeah, so that is uh, the Glover episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Next week, do you know what, you know what we're playing? I told you what we're playing. Uh, you told me, but I forgot already. We are playing Castlevania. Okay. So uh, let's see how long your New Year's resolution holds well, out. I, they've never made a bad Castlevania game. I don't know what you're oh, talking about. Boy. Uh, I'm sorry. I've got some bad news <laughs> for you. I've got some bad news. Maybe my friend can deliver a little better. Oh, Castlevania's a breaker! Mr. Flarg! No, 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 it's flying! It's flying! We're really coming along good on your Glover game. Oh, thank you. Well, when is Glover 2 coming out? My kids oh. are dying to play it. They're crazy people. I got I got some bad news for you. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Blew out the speakers on that one. He's gone. The bad man's gone now. All right. Um, I'm Just so you know, I'm waving goodbye, everyone, um, in the spirit of Glover. But I get uh, I get that that doesn't quite work. So and just... I'm challenging you to a duel. Whatever. Oh, that's much better. That has a sound effect. Yes, that's some Foley work there. All right, everybody, tune in next week. Have a very, very happy, safe, video game full new year. And uh, peace and glove to everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's how you should have done it. Let's go back and restart. Peace and glove. I can't. I don't do two takes. All right. See you guys in 2018. Bye.